This is Offspin. Looking at a proper retirement ca- uh, planning calculation is the right thing to do, but it can be very scary. Of course, what I have just said is enough to scare many people because I I know many people can't afford to do this. So if they're investing X, I am asking them to take another seventy five percent of that X and invest for retirement. Of uh, with a caveat that this investment total investment amount. Includes the mandatory EPF contribution that they may have, so it's right. inclusive of that. So that's a little bit, uh, at least for those who are salaried, that softens the blow. But if they manage to do this, or even if they can manage fifty to sixty percent today, they still uh, have a bright chance of becoming financially independent at the time of retirement. I think once you look at the numbers, you deal with that fear and you overcome it. That's a great starting point. Uh, oh, fear is a great stimulus. Yeah, it absolutely. makes people. It, it's amazing, right? Uh, the point of the show, perhaps, is to make you fearful and then take action, right? Stop just listening to us. Start taking action. This is that offspin original you've all been waiting for. It's time for let's get rich with Patu. We need to go back to basics on this show to figure out why we want to get rich with Patu. We get into details about insurance and medical insurance and emergency funds, etc., etc. And what is this all about at the end of the day, right? It's about a time in our lives that we need to start thinking about an important time in our lives when, say, twenty-five, thirty years from now, we need to be in a place in life that we are happy with. Right, I've done a lot of visualization, Patu, before this, before the start of this recording, because I just read a book called uh, "The One Thing," and it's all about focus. Uh, but in that book, it said visualizing not only your past but your future is very important, right? And how do I imagine myself? We don't think about this too much. It perhaps is a very philosophical, deep question. But how will life be twenty-five to thirty years from now? Right? I imagine me waking up slowly from bed. I'm probably going to be stiffer than I am right now. White hair, wrinkles. Uh, hopefully, not much pressure as I wake up in the morning and I just shoot the breeze with my wife. Um, maybe I read the papers for a full hour instead of the five minutes I do today. Uh, hopefully, I'm living near a lot of greenery. Um, hopefully, the world is a peaceful place. I don't know. When I start to think about those years, it does get into this fantasy world, and I hope I'm not being too ambitious for these simple needs and requirements—a lazy, relaxed life, where hopefully the biggest thing I look forward to is calling up my daughters and saying, "Hey, look, there's a long weekend coming up. Uh, I am going to send you the tickets. Come with your family, so that my home is nice and noisy and busy." These are the simple, basic things I look forward to, where I know I can afford. Stuff, I know there's no money pressure. Would you indulge us, Patu, as well? Do you think about this often, or is most of your thoughts around the the monetary angle? You wanted to know if you uh, if these thoughts were ambitious for you. I'm not sure about that. Uh, I'm worried about where we are going, and in terms of climate change and so on. I think um, our Old age is going to be a little tough. 
because mm-hmm. already we are looking at all kind of all kinds of uh, scary records about um, you know heat waves and uh, floods etc and uh, average sea temperature going up and so on 25 years from now i'm not sure i'm not sure how um, our i mean at the moment we are uh, we are living i mean we have a reasonable source of income and we can find find some kind of balance between uh, you know family life and work but is are we going to get back into survival mode 25 years from now is a mm. big question that i have i mean we can really can't plan for it how how can we uh, you know plan for something that uh, is completely unknown but I hope it's certainly not bleak. I'm I I tend to always take a pessimistic view, but uh, first and then try to uh, be optimistic about it. But yeah, I am a little scared about the future in terms of where the world is heading, where our uh, where we have pushed the world to our uh, our good earth to because of our greed for you know profits etc. But um, that may be too dark to you know dwell on, and we can't do anything productive uh, if we sit there. but moving aside i i think uh we should fo- i think today we should focus on our health so that we can retain our health 25 years later because that is going to be the number one um uh factor that determines how happy we are in retirement uh, how productive we are and how much we can enjoy the money that we are actually uh putting away for tomorrow right we we need to be healthy first and so i think that there is something that we need to focus on today and one thing i always notice looking at how my relatives are and how they are how uh, how they deal with their parents etc i think relationships are very important mm. uh i think wow. relationship is is one of the most important tenets of retirement planning we have to assume that we will not be always healthy uh we will not be always uh be a fit to manage our own money take our own decisions so to uh, so we will need support of our immediate family and whether that's possible uh they may not be around to do that so that's, so it's it's i i'm not sure it i mean uh i have said everything negative so far uh it's a it's, maybe it's not bleak but it's not as bright as what we see in the ads we see these uh, senior citizen couple you know taking holidays and you know walking around playing with their grandkids and so on i hope that's the way it would be i hope the world would uh, still be a little green and we have our regular seasons and so on and we still be able to enjoy life uh, to to some extent uh, then but i'm not sure but that's the hope anyway I'm very happy I'm sorry to take. If it's, uh, <laughs> no, no, but too, we sorry. need you on this show, right? This show is all about you, and uh, uh, if your starting point is the pessimism, laying it all out, and then the optimism, I'm very happy to take the reverse and be the optimist on the show. Uh, and I get a lot of flack from all my friends who just say, "How can you be so optimist?" And it is just a way of the world, right? I imagine, I hope for the best, and then. perhaps that lets me deal with what comes my way a little better instead of the the other way around so i think we make a good jodi so i, I think <laughs> let's keep it going right um and yes uh, it's amazing how you said it's health first relationship second 
and not only because we need these people in our lives but perhaps having them in our lives will just make us happier right and so Absolutely. we must invest in those relationships be it your spouses be it your children you really want to be close to your children in your final years or even if you don't have children your friends and and people you're close to your workmates etc etc giving this philosophical base let's jump into the next point about say let's take a 25 year old who's just started working or a 35 year old who's at perhaps 10 years of working and now wants to seriously start thinking about investing if you had to list some how tos what would be the first two three points on that list i think the first would be to understand that retirement is not about getting a pension Hmm. i think uh, even today i'm surprised so many youngsters when when you ask them what does retirement planning mean to you or what do you think happens uh, in retirement people still say that's that's the time when i'll stop working and i'll get money every month from a pension plan or some kind of insurance policy or something like that and but unfortunately that's going to be a constant income and we have talked about uh, inflation several times on the show we've talked about inflation due to uh, changes in the economy changes uh, in, uh, in how business are profitable etc supply demand uh, uh, mis- uh, you know uh, differences in supply and demand and then inflation due to changes in our lifestyle mm. so inflation is a key factor and inflation is never going to die uh, in when we are earning we can manage inflation with our income of course if if the inflation gets too high and then uh, uh, that will affect our investments but we can somehow manage we can somehow get by but that income source is gone in retirement at least we have to assume it's gone and uh, so we have the f- combating inflation has to be the number one uh, technical requirement of a proper retirement plan and that cannot be done with a pension because the pension is a constant source of income whereas our, we have talked about uh expenses doubling every decade or so and uh, somebody who is retiring at 55 today for, for a typical corporate employee even today 55 is uh the retirement age um, very few people in the corporate li- uh, work up to 60 because they just simply can't it's too stressful for them they just you know slow down so 55 you can expect them to survive for three decades uh even if they are not reasonably healthy we have the medication and we have the kind of uh, hospital infrastructure to keep people alive for three decades one way or the other and that means over those three decades their expenses are going to increase 3x it's going to double every uh, decade and i'm talking about expenses at the time of retirement that's what's going to double but in the course of retirement there will be other expenses there will be health expenses etc they may want to travel etc etc and so on. so inflation is the number one thing that everybody has to worry about when they talk about retirement plan because inflation is something that we see every day we see where when we talk about tomatoes being so expensive across the country that's just inflation at work that's just supply versus demand at work and that's never going to stop so our retirement plan should focus on combating this inflation so which means that i cannot think about retirement like how my parents did 
or for or uh, some, my grandparents did where they worked until 60 got a nice pension which is about half their last salary and they kind of managed within that they were able to manage within that because in those days consumerism was not as high as uh, it is today and we have become ex exceedingly consumeristic and, uh, yeah. and businesses are forcing us to buy more and more for their profit and uh, we are just getting suckered into it so and that's not going to stop and if we are if we have a certain lifestyle for uh, if a 35 year old today has a car has got a uh, you know expensive uh, smartphone they don't want that to suddenly stop after retirement. They still want to continue, you know, traveling by by uh, by a four wheeler. Continue having an expensive ways ways to communicate, to compute, etc., and so on. So, therefore, inflation is the number one point. So, how do I uh, ensure? This is a point I made in the first episode. I think how do I ensure the party doesn't stop? Today, I'm 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 reasonably trying to you know live within my means. But I, I want to at least maintain that much. It, it yeah. may be tight. Money may be tight. But I'm, I'm managing. Somehow. We have to. No? But at the very least, I should be able to do the same level of management after retirement. Of course, for somebody young, it, will not, it may not be so tight down the line. Their expenses, I mean, their, uh, their income may increase. So, things can get better. Uh, but then, they should ensure that their level of lifestyle remains the same throughout the lifetime. And that is the number one key uh, aspect that people to think about when talking about retirement. Okay. So two things. One is, I think about my mom, who's, she was a, a government employee. She was a, a lecturer. And she got a pretty good pension. It kind of surprised me a few years ago when I looked at it, right? And she's lived, lived off it very comfortably. Uh, most of it gets put into fixed deposits for her children, as she keeps saying. And my dad, who had i guess a much higher income when he was working has a pittance of a uh, of a pension right perhaps i think that's the difference between government employees and and private sector employees um but yes this entire thing of that tap getting switched off post retirement and having to deal with that my next question is this patu and i don't know whether it's a silly question should we start benchmarking and giving india at large targets to achieve for example, if you're living in Chennai, um, today, if you're 65 years old, this is a standard of life. And therefore, if you calculate it, 30 years of expenditure, this is the amount you should have. And therefore, if you're 25, this will be the amount in 30 years for you to achieve for your retirement. I guess it's hard facts I'm looking for, right? Are there ben Or is it just so personal that we can't do this? I'm sure we can give some benchmarks so that, you know, you have a target and you can start working backwards. It's pretty hard. Uh, I would rather um, look at my income okay. and my and then my expenses. And the, uh, my the first thumb rule or benchmark, whatever you want to call it, is uh, I would like to first look at my expenses today, and I would like to remove any EMIs I'm paying because okay. because that's not something that's going to continue after retirement. So I don't have Fair to worry enough. about that. So I, let, let me give you a number: twenty five thousand per two. Say that. Yeah. So number. this. Yeah, so this 25,000 mm. should not contain any expenses that I uh, do for my children because my children are going to grow old and be independent, hopefully, at the time I retire. Yes. So they, they're not going to depend on me. And any expenses I, I make for my parents because most likely they're not going to be around by the time 
I retire yes. and any kind of uh, loans, EMIs that I'm paying, and remove all of that. So then let's say 25,000 is what's remaining. So 25,000 is your current lifestyle expense that is for yes. your family, right? That's the, that's the goal. So the goal of retirement planning is to ensure uh, that you have this current lifestyle indexed for inflation throughout your lifetime. Could we do back the of the envelope calculations and figure out yes. what this amount would be? So what would yes, 25,000 if it is today be in 30 years? So, my monthly expense. Uh, now, that I mean, the inflation itself is very hard to put a number on because we are talking about two kinds of inflation here. Inflation because of, you know, changes in uh, the supply versus demand of products, etc. Functioning of the economy, etc. But the most dangerous part is our lifestyle change. Because mm. for somebody who is young today, uh, somebody who just starts out earning, let's say, they may not have any, they may not have any means of transport. They'll be using public transport. Then they'll buy themselves a two-wheeler. Then there'll be expenses associated yeah. with that. Then they'll buy some upgrade to a four-wheeler. They just keep upgrading their life. And every time they upgrade, if you look at the, if you add that onto the inflation, that number would be 8 9%. Much okay. higher than what the uh, government declares as inflation on goods and commodities. Let's say they say 6%, which is a reasonably good number for the country, but not for us because our expenses are inflating much higher. Right. So what, what the, the benchmark I would like to focus on is, so we have this number, this 25,000, which we got after removing all expenses that will not persist in retirement. Correct. Right. So that's the number. I think the goal, and I'm talking about normal retirement here, not early retirement, normal retirement at 55 to 60, typically, or 50 plus if you, uh, I think uh, we should strive to invest anywhere between 75% to 100% of this 25,000 every month. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I think you've uh, abs jumped the gun and given us a target to look at today, right? That's what I was arriving at and saying yeah. if our monthly expense is 25,000 today, it's probably going to be a crazy amount in 30 years multiplied by 12, say it's 3 lakhs per year today. How much is it going to be that day? And then multiply that by 30 times, right? That could be a target to start working at. And you're saying to achieve that, we need to invest that same amount of expenses starting today. Yes, approximately. I mean, uh, I, looking at a proper retirement ca uh, planning calculation is the right thing to do, but it can be very scary. Of course, what I've just said is enough to scare many people because I, I know many people can't afford to do this. They can't afford to. Uh, so if they're investing X, I'm asking them to take another 75% of that X and invest for retirement. Uh, with a caveat that this investment, total investment amount includes the mandatory EPF contribution that they may have. So it's right. inclusive of that. So that's a little bit, uh, at least for those who are salaried, uh, that softens the blow. But if they manage to do this, or even if they can manage 50 to 60% today, they still uh, have a bright chance of becoming financially independent at the time of retirement. Right. So that is I our guess fear fundamental goal. is fine, Patu. I think once you look at the numbers, you deal with that fear and you overcome it, that's a great starting point. 
Uh, oh, fear is a great stimulus. Yeah, it absolutely. makes people. It, it's amazing, right? Uh, the point of the show perhaps is to make you fearful and then take action, right? Stop just listening to us, start taking action. But Patu, I guess my mind is disconnecting here when you say invest that same amount of say, if it's 25,000 of expenses today, you invest 75% of that every month. What if somebody is doing that and that amount still is not enough because of where they are? So that's why my question about benchmarking right and and then once they know this is the benchmark for me living in mumbai with a spouse in my own home um even this 100% of expenses investing per month may not be enough and therefore i need to start working on my other streams of income is what i'm aiming at or angling at right how i i want I, a hard number is it 5 cr for example and then i work backwards no <laughs> No, it's hard to give uh, talk about a retirement corpus without before we put in all the numbers. My point is that I have looked at the math enough times to give you this benchmark, and I tell Fair you, enough. it works for all cities. Love it, and uh, because obviously, uh, 25k in Chennai is probably 35k in Mumbai. Sure, uh, approximately. Yeah. Right? So it's 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 75 to 100 percent of 35k then. So it will scale depending on the current expenses. Also, what is more important is that we review this number every year. Hmm. Every 12 months, we'll come back and say, what are my uh, what is my expenses today? So what was 25,000 last year would have probably become 30,000 today. Then it is 75 to 100% of 30,000. So we scale. Right. So we repeat the calculation episode that takes care of lifestyle changes and it also takes care of geography. Right. So this is for normal retirement, which means uh, you have about anywhere between 15 to 20 years still left, still uh, years of employment left. And I right. think you can comfortably achieve this. Here's another in if you interesting question. Out. Sure. By the way, I'm, st and I'm trying to curtail my questions. They keep popping up in my head. I've got a very stern bit of comments. Uh, from some listeners on uh, Insta not on Instagram, on Spotify saying, I need to stop interrupting Pattu so much. They're here to listen no, to no. Pattu and they don't want to listen to me. No, no, so no, I no. I'm working on that, listeners. Uh, so here's a question that Mudita from our team came up with, right? Very interesting question. Uh, say you stop working at 55, since you mentioned that that's a typical age of retirement, or if it's even 60 and you say 30 years, that takes you to 85, 90. What if you live till 100? What if you live till 105, 110? Does that money start to run out? Is that something everyone should start worrying about for those extra 10 years that you've not calculated for? How does retirement work in those cases? So, um, I think it's, I think we should uh, take this step by step. Sure. Um, my, because retirement is an extremely scary uh, idea and the more you look at it, the more you realize you have not thought about this. Yeah. So, uh, for example, uh, when I started looking at retirement, I sure I got a few crores as some target corpus. Like everybody else, I also thought I would never achieve it. Absolutely. That but is, you did. That, yeah, but that's, that's, I mean, to some extent it is uh, luck, sure. providence and discipline. Sure. Those and of course the, there's market conditions so on so on. I mean you you need I, I had the fuel I had the money to invest. Right. Uh, thankfully because I had a frugal lifestyle. Uh, that's not mm. going to be always possible by everybody. That's the reason I keep saying look at your expenses every year because your expenses are going to increase. 
and many people have maybe this is slightly off topic but if people get a bonus or people get a pay hike they tell themselves they deserve to spend more absolutely no you don't <laughs> just look at yourself in the mirror and uh, tell yourself you don't deserve anything no you don't and that may be harsh but if you are always going to increase your spending you're, you're never going to grow ground zero then you never yeah you're not going to get wealthy so you, you must curtail your uh, you know your urge to spend especially when you get that huge bonus or get that pay hike or promotion or switch jobs and you get a higher salary you cannot say i i now gone to a next level and uh, people in my level spend like this therefore i spend i'm going to spend like this that is uh, very very dangerous hmm. i mean that is the biggest problem it is not uh, investing it is not all that the market conditions risk those are all secondary the biggest risk is us our behavior uh, where we think that we deserve more and uh uh and we say there are people who say people expect us to do it and then we they buy cars they buy a bigger apartment and that's dangerous very very dangerous so but this this thumb rule if people can manage this for uh 15 years or so definitely they would be in a very very bright place with respect to retirement and with respect to mudita's specific question i think those are second level third level kind of problems that you should understand i would say the target this investment amount then keep this up mm. we have still not talked about where to invest we will get to that next but keep this up for 5 6 years and then you ask yourself what more should i do then you will then the question is uh, how am i going to reduce risk in the portfolio because i can't keep uh, of course for a young person we are going to recommend an aggressive portfolio of 50 to 60% equity that has got to be tapered down mm. but then uh, what should i do after retirement should i remove all equity out or should i hold some equity inside and so how should i manage my uh, money after retirement and so these are questions that you keep asking and i kept probing 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 and that is how i learned retirement planning i am learning retirement planning i can't say i have learned it all because there are many many things because when i was young, when i started doing free fin cal if you had told me um it's important to get a pension i would say no you should not get a pension but today because i've become older and wiser i would say a pension is an important component of a retirement portfolio a retirement portfolio has got different streams of income different it has each one of the specific purpose and that's how i also learned that relationships are important you a younger me would have said i would, i don't care i will live alone but now i know that relationships matter so as you age these things become so so i would say uh, uh, mudita's question is excellent but for the young guys let i think you should evolve into it let's say after 5 6 years and then you can look at that yes you need money what what happens if you run out hopefully if you keep this 75% to 100% of your monthly expense as a target investment mm. and if you can try and beat that let's say one month a year then in the next year you beat it two months a year mm. you push yourself to invest more and more and more and what would be ideal is you can increase the investment amount the average investment the monthly average over a year by 10% every year if you push you will end up the chances of you ending up with a corpus greater than what you expected is very bright 
and that will take care of that extra years of longevity mm. hopefully so See but that, hopeful, but those are problems guys. that you there is know, a way <laughs> there is definitely a way but it's discipline i mean discipline is the way that is the point yeah. i mean you there's no other uh, way route but i just want to remove this thought from mudita's mind right this retirement corpus is not something that runs out right it is something that keeps investing in itself and you have to keep managing that in your years of retirement as well right so should we stop thinking of a retirement corpus as a fixed amount that runs out or it kind of sustains itself is that a nice way to think of it see the traditional retirement planning is done assuming some age up to which you you would live typically 90 and then you assume that the corpus that you start drawing an income from let's say at age 60 will go to zero at 90 that is how oh so it do it does run planning, right it it does run out because you have to manage inflation well let me not uh, um, go that bleak i would say it will decrease it will start right. decreasing from 60 because you have to combat inflation right because of that you will have to draw more and more and at some point the rate of growth of the corpus would not be as high as the rate at which you draw money from it right. therefore in over and above the return that you get from the corpus the corpus will start falling down ideally it should fall it should never fall down to zero within your lifetime yeah. that is the goal of retirement planning right. but that is something that that's manageable i'm saying those are problems that you don't have to worry about when you're young i mean it is brilliant that you're talking about it at at let's say 30 which means that it uh, uh, the i mean you're going to worry about it later on but we can worry about it later on one i think the the uh the best thing to now to do is to build your corpus so if you look back at your corpus once a year you have that confidence right i'm on the right path i'm going somewhere it, it makes uh, what i'm uh, doing is making a difference once you have that confidence the other things will hopefully fall in place you just heard let's get rich with patu an offspin original isn't it the coolest show you've heard in the indian podcasting space and even if it isn't what's the point of getting rich alone right share this show with those you care about and perhaps even with those you don't care about but make sure you share this show with only those who you don't mind being richer than you the music on this show was created by patu's biggest fan rajesh ravi and everyone on the offspin team had some part or the other to play on the show Let me name them quickly: Arshdeep Nisrani, Krishant Das, Sandeep Banerjee, Arif Chagla, Anand Krishnan, Rajesh Ravi, and Heer Khan. Heer, by the way, is also to be blamed for giving Patu his gangster look, which is how he looks on a daily basis. Um, and me, Sadan, your host. Let's get rich is available on all audio platforms wherever you consume your podcasts. So spread the word, and we'll see you next week. You know we do this show only to help you guys, right? But if you're listening and you're that one person who has perhaps lost money and are holding it against Patu or me for making you lose that money, then not only are you a mean person, but you also need to listen to this legal disclaimer. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute any financial advice. Views expressed are not official positions of financial institutions or Patu or mine for that matter. Although we strongly believe in them, listen to this disclaimer even more carefully. 
We recommend consulting a qualified professional before making decisions. We disclaim liability for inaccuracies or losses from using this information in our show. By listening, you agree that the host, guests, and producers are not only awesome people, but they are not responsible for your financial decisions or outcomes. This is Offspin.